0: Flat black, black Plastic is a show on FM. Go to the website, donate, enjoy what you're listening to because all these sounds come from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves.
1: examination procedures developed by leading cancer specialists throughout the world. These exercises are completely straightforward and should be practiced by all women of all ages and ought not to take more than 5 to 10 minutes every 30 days. A prominent physician in New York State said that it might be wise to encourage high school and college students We want to add that there seems to be general agreement also that thermography which picks up heat radiation from the breast is the least accurate type of screening. We want to repeat that that thermography which picks up heat radiation from the breast is the least accurate type of screening and that self examination Every month is essential for woman of all. as too blasé, too superior, or just simply ignorant. In fact, we live in a society in Britain and Canada and in the United States populated by millions of women who do not even bother about a monthly general medical checkup. This sadly too often means that the tumour on the breast may not be discovered until the cancer has spread Two the parts of the, part of the part.
0: Flat black, black plastic. On MutiRadio.fm. But it used to be it. Well, it used to be that the storekeepers worked pretty freely with the mechanics and the foreman. We'd kind of stay close to each big job and well be kind of a free agent. Be sure the fellas had the material and tools they needed in time to keep the job from being held up.
2: Hosley pauses before responding, hoping that Maxwell will carry the ball further himself. This does not happen, however. It's uh,
0: different now? Oh, heck, Mr. Hosley! it's no secret that Berquist has made us a bunch of flunkies just like everybody else in the place. All we do is follow steps one, two, three. We sit in our cages and fill out material orders when the foremen say they want anything.
2: It seems that some rather strong feelings have been tapped. Hosley decides to explore, but cautiously. Tell me a little more, then. I'm not quite with you.
0: It's part of the whole reason why I'm leaving. The individual guy just doesn't count around here anymore. Berkowitz has made us a bunch of payroll numbers, and nobody cares about any of us as persons anymore. And this change in the storekeeper's job. I guess he figures, or somebody figured, that we were wasting too much time by being out on the floor with the men. That isn't the worst part of it. Everything the company has done for the last few months since was took over has been to make the employee a working stiff who isn't supposed to do anything unless he's told to.
2: The question now is how much data Maxwell has to support his point. Is this really a well-thought-out observation or a superficial complaint? Could uh, you give me some more examples, Len?
0: Well, like the way we used to order stuff before. All three of us in the pump section could order anything we wanted to up to $500 when we knew the job would need it. Now, before we can order anything, if it isn't in the store catalogs, even if it only costs a nickel, we have to get approval from purchasing. the assistant manager of marketing research. It doesn't mean as much as it would here, of course, since it's a pretty small department. But still, I have a lot more to say about how we plan our research projects than I have here at Tableau.
2: Barker notes that this last comment was freely volunteered. That is the fact that Stevens would have more say about things. Is this perhaps significant? To get some expansion, he just restates what Stevens said. You'll have a bigger part in running the show. Right. I guess that's something everybody wants. Barker stays silent. This often produces additional information or show of feeling. At least it's something I'm looking for. Barker has the message pretty clearly now. If Stevens wants to expand on the subject, Barker will cheerfully and understandingly stay with him. But there's no point to Barker's keeping it going, since for his purpose, he's had enough of a picture of Stephen's need for power and authority. I see what you mean. Say, Jack, getting back to Tableau, what did you think about the salary we were paying you here?
3: the mouth to the right. Now twist to the left. Right. Left. Right. Left. Right. Left. Left. Relax. Now open the mouth wide. Pucker the lips. Open wide, pucker. Open wide, pucker. Open wide, pucker. Open wide, pucker. the lips. Open wide. Pucker. Open wide. Pucker. Open wide. Pucker. And why? Pucker. Pucker the lips. Pucker. 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 Close the lips air in the right cheek. Now switch the air from right to left. Switch it back. Switch it back. Switch it back. Switch it back, switch it back and forth. Now roll the air around in your mouth. open your toes. Relax. Smile. Relax. Smile. Relax. Smile. Relax. Now tangle the face with the fingertips quickly and lightly. These exercises are not guaranteed to produce extreme beauty, but they will add to the youthfulness.
0: Black Classic people thanks for listening support the station support your community do the right thing
4: Tim's Tesseract.com. Tim's Tesseract.com.
5: be a
6: comic it's not as easy as we make it look but that's because mutiny radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at getting sketchy with David Stolowitz press out those new jokes every Monday six to eight on joke workshop birds right where on the other hand geese Right? Their only crime equally as mean. Ranch dressing.
5: Counteroffer even serves me. Hey,
4: everybody, it's high noon. Welcome to Mutiny Radio. It's the Alta Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, is on her way. We're here at 2781 21st Street. Give us a call, 415 5500511 511 if you want to tell me what's going on in the news. Because, again, I'm not submerged in a barrel of IPA. As per usual, I have been sober 19 days now. Please do not clap. Do not be excited. I still do... Say the dumb and embarrassing things. Just now I remember them. Great. Wow. Confronting that I'm always an asshole. Awesome. Making terrible life choices or great life choices. Things are falling apart, so what's a bad choice, right? Anyway, uh, there's stuff happening in the news. I don't know what's going on. That's what LaToya will be here for, because I honestly haven't been paying attention. The only thing I can think about is the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th. That's in less than two weeks. That's right, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up. You can tell LaToya's excited about it. Party. Party. Yeah. You made it, yay! I knew you would because you said things on the Facebooks about liking things. Did you like my weird little poem? I did. Thank yeah. you. I've been yeah. trying to
7: be on the Facebooks more because that way I can post more for
4: the comedy festival. Yes, the comedy so festival. The well, we sh- and that's the thing, people aren't. I, I would pay attention to the grams, but I just, the algorithms I don't understand. I don't know what the kids are doing. These wacky kids, man. I'm hanging out with these wacky kids.
7: It's fine. The reason why? Because it's easier to post things like on Facebook. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. All I know is that every time
4: I understand a platform, it's gone or it's not cool anymore. Now it's all about the TikTok, and I'm like, I can't even. Which, it's like Musically Plus, which is yeah. ridiculous. Oh, those are already plugged in for you, actually. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have two songs that I want to play. One is hilarious, and I think you're going to laugh so hard at it. I've been laughing all week at it. Um, it's called Girls Club. It's just by a guy on the internet. It's great. And then the other one is the opening song from this new Netflix movie that I just kind of started today. It's kind of boring, but it's. I really like the actress in it. She's, the crazy, she's crazy eyes in... Orange is the New Black Her name is It's a three letter First name Like Oh God Or something I know you're talking But she is A badass actress And the opening song Is really amazing So I wanted to play that too Um But other than that I have no idea What's going on So I'm excited to find out What happened Um in whatever I honestly I'll, I haven't paid attention to anything
7: that's
4: that's it's healthy maybe it, it maybe may I'm healthier yeah it is
7: healthy it's I just like was reading the Huffington post today uh-oh and I had to like put it down I'm like okay I can
4: well we can go through the Huff Post? we'll I, do it it's, it's depressing well while we get all this set up let's uh I'll set up this song here just uh press play on that right there and this is a song from the Miss Virginia soundtrack,
5: and it's really good. Nah, no, you ain't on a guess, Liz. The way you run your mouth is like you got it, you got it, you got it, death. Wish, yes. Pardon me, but I've been running out of patience Like the red pill, the matrix Now I've not seeing the face shit And I just feel a bit anxious Y'all got just so many faces Y'all just got so many pages I don't want no affiliation with this shit. I feel like I'm the only one that's keeping this sincere Possibly I know I occupy your time constantly Constantly. Just running through your mind, running, running you running from a to an end. We ain't no friends. I mean no offense, but it makes no sense. Why the hell would I associate with you? I've been on win now you've been on lose See, I'm living proof. Yeah, I'm living proof. I broke through the roof, bitch. I used to steal. I broke out the rules never lose, you Don't get me confused. On a mission, but facing the opposition. They never saw the vision, they must have missed the transition. Yeah, go color duty on them, no Activision. Turn me a holy, no catechism, only capitalism. Yeah, faded off a hell of bourbon. I ain't swerving till the money, y'all Halliburton. Just mad assertive. I'll be gone by the time you reach a verdict. Lying out of service was missing when I was worthless, yeah.
8: Say girls club. Girls club I say girls club. Girls club I say girls club Girls club say girls club Girls club I say girls club
6: Girls club say girls club Girls club I say girls club Girls club say boys not allowed. Boys not allowed. Boys not allowed. Boys not allowed. Get the fuck out, boys, 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 boys not allowed.
4: But I want to be in it. I wanna be in that girl's club.
8: I wanna be
4: in that
6: girl's club. I gotta be in that girl's club. Yeah, so let you on into the motherfucking girl's club. zoom it, you work it you got it like that baby i'm talking girls club i'm talking girls club won't you let me in won't you let me in won't you let me be a part of this thing baby i just want to come
8: inside the tree house i just want to come inside your tree house
6: you're not
8: allowed gary
6: why i just want to be there Girls Club, Gary?
8: What's the password?
6: Fidelio?
8: No! This is not eyes wide shut, Gary! Okay? Jesus! I just there aren't a bunch of people having sex in there? No, well. It's none of your concern. So there are a bunch of people having sex in there?
6: Gary? I need you
8: to stop looking for answers.
6: Uh oh, oh, they're definitely having sex. Oh yeah, they're having sex. Oh I can tell, I can hear it, yo, they're having sex. And I just know it, I can feel it, yo, they're having sex. And, and uh uh oh uh
8: oh uh oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh oh,
6: Let me in, I'm trying to fuck.
8: Let me in, I'm trying to fuck.
4: Thank you. Hey, yay, that was Girls Club. Yeah, that was, I knew, I knew you'd love that. It's, I think, Girls Club, everybody look it up. Uh, LaToya's going to go caffeine, and I'm going to do a little survey here. I'm excited about it. It was on the Bay Area Comedy Network. This is a comedian survey. We're going to take it together right now. It says, thank you for participating in my survey. Your experiences as a stand-up comedian and honest responses are crucial in understanding how people process and ultimately heal from pain. The entire survey should take under 15 minutes, but if you need longer, that's okay. No one's judging you. (laughs) Disclaimer, your answers will be used to help form the basis of research being conducted for a book project. By completing the survey, you consent to have your responses included in that data. None of your personal identifying information will be shared or included Without permission. All right. Name: Pam Benjamin. Age: 45. What is your gender identity? I am cis female. Cis female. Okay. Here we go. What city is your home base? San Francisco. Oh. Let me in. I'm trying to fuck. (laughs) I think that's so funny. How many years have you been performing stand-up comedy? Eight and a half. Oh, must be a number. Eight. Which statement most accurately reflects your level of comedic experiment, experience? The majority of my stage time is from open mics, classes, or bringer shows. I've been booked to perform on non-bringer shows at least five times at a major comedy club. I compete regularly in festivals or have been paid to perform at least five times at a major comedy club. I've been paid to host or feature... Uh, at least five times major comedy clubs and supplement a sizable portion of my income through stand-up comedy. I'm a regular paid feature nationally or internationally and I have a TV credit. I'm a regularly paid headliner and support myself through stand-up comedy. Oh, they only let you choose one, okay, there you go. How often do you borrow from your personal life to generate comedic material? Five, always. (laughs) When you generate material from your personal life, which themes are most commonly reoccurring? Current or past sexual relationships, yes. Platonic friendships, no. Family relationships, yes. Workplace relationships or interactions, no. Religious or political identity, yes. Personal successes, personal failures. There we go. So I'm current or past sexual relationships, family relationships, religious or political identity, and personal failures. I have a whole joke that opens with I am a failure. When you encounter a difficult situation in your personal life, how likely is it that it'll be funny one day? Always. When you have a this will be funny moment, how long does it generally take? Uh, answer, three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from What skill set as a comedian helps you process or overcome these uh, confidence? What non-comedic strategies do you use to help process or overcome these... What non-comedic strategies do you use? Uh, drugs. (laughs) Do you feel better equipped to deal with these one-day moments because of your comedic experience? Yes. If you answered yes to the previous question, why do you feel that way? I'll answer that later. I mean... What does it make me better equipped so that I'm not suicidal? My God, I mean, if I like looked at my life through without a comedic lens. How happy are you currently with your g- life, generally speaking? I'm gonna go with a four. Oh, they're making you go back to require things. How much does writing or performing jokes about those one day moments positively affect the underlying size? five, I feel significantly better. If you'd be willing to discuss your answers, in person on the phone include an email address is there anything you'd like to share about how comedy affects your outlook on your one day moments well i'll get back to the rest of those but that's interesting that someone's going to be doing a like study of how looking at your life can i mean we you have to look through the lens of humor otherwise it's too depressing (laughs) life life is too hard without you know breaking it down and thinking about it i mean if i had any sense of shame at all i i would be i mean my lord it would my life would be so difficult <laughs> uh you're listening to the multicast here on mutinyradio.fm it's the Altacast with latoya the sheriff of truth she's off getting us coffee ooh kamala harris in the news here With all-white debate, everyone is accountable on black maternal health. Oh, boy, that's interesting. Let's go there. Hell, yeah. Kamala Harris, with an all-white debate, everyone is, quote-unquote, accountable on black maternal health. San Francisco, yay! Senator Kamala Harris said Tuesday ahead of a roundtable black maternal health that it is up to the 2020 presidential candidates, regardless of their race, or gender to prioritize such issues. HuffPost asked Harris, who dropped out of the race in December, whether she thought key perspectives would be missing from the Democratic debate stage in Nevada on Wednesday, specifically on issues like black maternal mortality, given that all the candidates who qualified were white. QUOTE, I STRONGLY BELIEVE IT SHOULD NOT BE INCUMBENT ON A BLACK WOMAN TO TALK ABOUT BLACK WOMEN'S ISSUES, HARRIS SAID. IF YOU WANT TO BE A LEADER IN ANY FIELD, MUCH LESS PRESIDENT OF THE UNITED STATES, BLACK MATERNAL HEALTH SHOULD BE ONE OF YOUR ISSUES. IT SHOULD BE A PRIORITY ISSUE. YOU SHOULD KNOW ABOUT IT. YOU SHOULD UNDERSTAND IT. YOU SHOULD BE COMMITTED TO DEALING WITH IT. AND CERTAINLY THAT WAS THE VOICE I WOULD BRING TO THE DEBATE STAGE WHEN I WAS IN THE RACE, HARRIS ADDED. And I hold everyone accountable, regardless of their gender, of their race, for creating priorities around this. Some of the leading candidates in the race have spoken to the issue of black maternal mortality in their campaigns, including Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Harris, who has championed the issue for years as a senator, reintroduced her maternal care act in 2019, which would direct funds to medical schools and other health programs to carry out implicit bias trainings and give grants to states to implement culturally complicated medical home programs for at-risk pregnancies the senator kicked off Tuesday's event at her Senate Senate offices by reading out what she called a startling statistic black women in the United States are three times more likely to die from pregnancy related complications than white women yikes over two dozen women Almost all black attended the roundtable, with several telling personal stories of facing racism in their experiences either as patients or as healthcare providers and advocates in the field of maternal health. Quote, I had one pediatrician say, you're really great with the teen moms because you used to be one and I wasn't, said uh, Tanfer Kamara who is a lactation consultant in Oakland. What I said was, I'm great with all moms. Carisha Boyd, who was a mother of four Recounted how she went to the hospital For her last pregnancy It was told she had a tubal or ectopic pregnancy When fertilized eggs grow outside the uterus She was sent home with medication Later she was still bleeding And began vomiting So she called an ambulance The ambulance driver told me They shouldn't have sent you home Boyd said I knew it didn't feel right Once back in the hospital after getting surgery, she was told she was no longer pregnant. Months later, convinced she still was, she went back to the hospital. I ended up having the baby. This is the baby, she said, rocking her baby, whom she was breastfeeding. They thought I was crazy. That's why it's important for Harris's bill to pass. After several women shared their stories, Dr. Nadine Burke Harris, a Surgeon General of California, noted that the U.S. healthcare care system is, quote, just like our broader American society, built on a history of racism and oppression. Burke Harris noted that hospitals were segregated only a few decades ago. That's true, I never thought about that. Later, Dr. Stephen Lockhart, the chief medical officer of the Sutter Health Hospital System in Northern California, said he was born at home in St. Louis in 1958 because hospitals were still segregated at the time. Yikes. Harris, who noted that California is a great leader on black maternal health, asked for ideas from the room to improve her legislation. Some women suggested going further than implicit bias trainings and included accountability measures as well as financial impact for hospitals that don't show improvement. Harris said she couldn't agree more and requested ideas for best practices around measuring outcomes. In a similar vein, Warren proposed an idea in April to have medical providers' funding be contingent on the quality of care they give to black mothers. Quote, the hospitals are just going to get a lump of money, and if they bring down those maternal mortality rates, then they get a bonus. And if they don't, then they're going to have the money taken away from them, the presidential candidate said. Harris concluded Tuesday's event by saying black maternal health can't just be a fight waged by black women. Everyone has to be held accountable for this issue, Harris said, adding that elections matter. This should not be an issue that is. You should not be telling the stories you just told. This should not be in the year of our Lord 2020, Harris said. Let's all just keep fighting. So, did you. Black women who have babies are three times more likely to have um, fatal complications from their pregnancies than white women? That's crazy!
7: That's, a, that's one of the
4: big issues that's going on on the, uh, on the race. Yeah, that's crazy. I had, I had no idea that there was a... Uh... A lot of people don't know,
7: that, which is sad, because this is one of the reasons what goes up. I guess I should talk into the microphone. There, right? there you go. Uh, um, this is why a lot of people uh, are pissed off about the healthcare system as well cuz it's cuz it's biased it's and racist very biased <laughs> racist and classes
4: it's well it's crazy that the i mean w- reading this article one of the women who was they were ex- telling stories and one of them saying that someone just assumed that she was a that she was a teen mom saying you're so good with teen moms cuz you used to be one and it's like just because you're an african american lady does not mean that you were a teen like that's that the that, bro, that's like what it's, it's I mean, and and here's the other thing. I always wonder why why do we vilify single moms? They work harder than anyone, and somehow, and somehow our government goes well. You're a welfare mom. We should be taking care of mothers who are taking care of children, no matter what race or. I, and that we vilify them and say, "Well, you have to now. You have to be a mom, which is a job. But now you have to work another job, so you can't be a mom. And then, if, if something happens with the kids, and because the mom's not around, because she's working, because she's trying to take care of her child, like all of these I systemic think, problems."
7: I don't think a lot of people that assume that women just want to be single moms is just—it's on purpose. It's for a reason. I think, I, I think it's also the evangelicals that feel single mothers are like oh my god it's such a bad thing but um, we vilify the
4: women instead of the men if we're going to vilify anyone well, vilify the fucking sperm donors
7: think about the fact that they they're thinking that the women are promiscuous i think that has or, a little bit of, but but they, uh, or they don't have access to birth control see that's the other thing is they like, don't want them to take birth control
4: so so it's this double-edged sort of like it you're sense. damned if you do
7: you're damned if you don't and you never get ahead and plus single mothers aren't just going around i mean it you, there's other factors to being a single mother, Childhood I, I mean, I'm a child of divorce. Parents get divorced, or the father dies, yeah. or the father becomes incarcerated because right. the three strikes rule that we have in certain states like California, or the fact that the matter is like something happens to either you know the the father. You know, there's or, so many or factors. Or there, or there's a lot or of there's have- a lot of teen mom things where because
4: we don't have like enough sex education education and that I I personally when I was teaching um, back in the early 2000s I was teaching kids with emotional disturbance and they were um, special ed and I never had girls in my class because it was always boys who would act out but one time I had one girl and she was so uh, abused and lonely and And everyone had heard her And she would say I just want to have a kid Because I want someone to love me me. And I was like And she would have sex with guys Because she was like I just want And she'd be honest with me And she She was like I want to be loved So when she was 11 Some guy came by And put speed on her windowsill And eventually she started sneaking out At 11 years old So by the time she was 13 She had done so many drugs And she had had sex with so many people Because she had a terrible home life and it was an escape and someone was but this wasn't an, and this guy was like 19 and she thought it was so cool and she was 11. and so and then so now she's 15 this is all and by the way this is like in 2000, 99 2000 so she has a 20 something year old I don't know how old she is now I mean but, I guess I could do the math but she was fifth so yeah she was 15 and 99 so and she 30s. had the baby when she was 16. oh so she yeah she has a tw- 19, so now 20 she year has a yeah kid and she's 30 33 Isn't that crazy? And she was one of my students. I don't know. I'm just I'm hoping she she's is. still alive. Yeah. But
7: But those are the circumstances. But and what? she was
4: so that was it. She wanted she said straight up, "I just want someone to love me." And while you're having sex with someone, it's like it can be like feel, feel like, like connection. right. And but if you're a child and Anyway, it's really sad. And that was and that was years ago. Do we do we train them better now? Is the education system no, any better? Is it worse? worse? Whose responsibility worse. is it
7: like to make sure that originally it's the parents. I would hope it's but, the, but parents. the parents. Parents are shitheads. See, this is why everyone should not be a fucking parent. There are too many shitheads in the world. Like I, I watch and I read things all the time about um, Children getting abused by their parents or neglected. Oh, yeah. Or I was just listening to this story online about the these two uh, two boys. One was frozen to death oh. because the dad had custody the the uh the eight, the boys were eight years old and the they didn't call like they didn't call the mother stepmom. and the dad worked for the new uh nypd so he was you know he's already a fuck face um and basically he would abuse them and he would co- the kids would go to school with their pants all soiled um Aww. one of the teachers said the 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 uh urine Came all the way down to his shoes, and the shoes were squishing. The kids ate out of the car. It was just a sad, sad story. Aww. Oh, by the way, these these kids were white too. So really? Wow. Let's, let's,
5: let's, let's,
7: let's throw that out there too, since you know, black people. We're the you know we're part of the single mothers constantly. Wow. Around. You know, but I think that the it's the divide is is growing between.
4: All, our society is dividing in a strange way in that right now we've got snowflakes. We've got rich little snowflakes that are like, everything they do is championed. They always have a participation trophy. They get to the run around the restaurant? Suddenly, well, <laughs> suddenly they're in their 20s and they're like, how do I live my life? And And they're, because everything has been given to them and they haven't had to Catered work for anything. To- but then that divide is growing and then you have the other side where... The abuse is happening and the neglect is happening and
7: they're they're, there there's no one there to take care of them get the abuse too i mean don't get it twisted i mean trust me a lot of those rich kids and i'm not making excuses for rich kids i make it i'm I'm saying their parents are shitheads (laughs) it doesn't matter what class that you come from you can be born into the wrong family Mm -hmm. of shitheads i mean you would hear about like Okay, for example, the Kennedys were not a perfect household. There was some abuse in that family. Uh, Well, then you also have the problem when people have too much money that
4: there are no consequences. Exactly. So they think they can do anything they want and they can always get away with it because they have lawyers or people. They can squash things. They've got political influence. So there's the other side of the coin where if— something happened and a family was poor that person would be in jail like there's right, no exactly. way to get around
7: it but if you have enough money you can do whatever you want Absolutely like you have like the uh, Patty Hearst the Hearst family they're fucked up I mean that family has got some I wouldn't want to be born into that the Gettys one of them didn't one of them fake their kidnapping back in the 70s I, I don't because know, he was trying it's... to get attention Wow. Like, like you have all I mean abuse goes in in different classes but you see the difference you know when you have more money you have the expertise to lash out a little more donald jr didn't talk to his dad for a long time because Mm. what he did to his mom Mm. and so he was bartending for a while and he was an alcoholic a lot of them turned to drugs joe biden's son he likes crack and, and strippers you're not, well, you're not I love strippers Who doesn't love strippers? I mean, I like strippers There's nothing one, wrong with strippers He got one pregnant
4: and try to deny it Oh, well, see You're not supposed to have sex with strippers There's no sex in the champagne room Yeah well, You're supposed to But but also, sex work is real work And I wish that it would be legalized And then there wouldn't be problems like that Because you wouldn't get a stripper pregnant Because you would be using condoms Because it would be regulated And you'd put the towel It'd be just like Amsterdam Like, no glove, no love And this, I guess, maybe Maybe if you're paying more or I don't know, I don't know Never mind. The, the point, I don't know the, anything about sex work, so...
7: The, the point is, these kids are fucked up because mm. of the abuse. And also, neglecting your children or not spending time with your children is a form of abuse as well. Sure. These people and I'm talking about the wealthy kids now, <laughs> their abuse is, it may not be with like a wooden paddle or it may be with the fact of a wooden paddle and my father's never here or never around anyway. He's always on business trips. Right. My mom is on uh, Quaaludes all the time and always Oh, drop. Quaaludes. Well, those are, you know, I thought those were gone. They Find were gone. me the Quaaludes. I don't know why I thought of it. I the first, miss
4: Quaaludes. That,
7: that was the first thing I thought of. You know, sure. The fact that matters, is like those kind of kids suffer from uh, the fact that they don't get enough attention. Mm. from their parents and they they can get whatever they want but that still doesn't get them love. Right, money doesn't money can't
4: buy me love. And
7: then you have the other spectrum if you come from a working class, lower middle class where the struggle is real where you don't have the money but you have the frustrations of either both parents or one parent, of trying to get by. Sometimes the streets raise your kids because you can't be there because you have to put food on the table. That's not a form of abuse. It might be a form of neglect, but this is where parenting gets a little bit fucked up this is why you can't have and ladies this is why you can't have kids with every motherfucker that you see okay (laughs) don't listen just because you probably made a whoopsie there is the morning after well and there's also you need to be careful who you. i think iud's i think that
4: we don't pay enough attention i mean i guess with stds iud's can be scary for some people but i mean i've had an iud for a long time now, and boy is that great. And I'm surprised that it was never introduced to me in my earlier times. Yeah, but I... I mean, it's it's just... Because here's what it comes down to. All men are dogs. Dogs wanna, they wanna have sex and they don't wanna use condoms. They just don't. They don't wanna
7: do it. And then there's also the fact, going uh, going back to the former student, there are a lot of women out there, a lot of young girls, that feel that. That wanting to be loved, if I just yeah. have a baby, it'll be easier for me. That is like some, something that I I would hear constantly, all the time. Where you know, if I just have a baby, you know, maybe I, th- maybe he'll stay. No, maybe he'll stay. That or or mostly I hear the like you know I just want something to love because yeah. they come from a background of abuse and neglect. But then how do you? So this was the thing they
4: we we gave this girl when she was 15 and she said she wanted to have a baby. We there was a thing in the blatant. 90s early thousands called a baby think it over and it was a baby with a computer chip in I know it what you're talking about. and it yeah. would cry and it would do things and you were supposed to do things to it like change its diaper and it would know and it would sense these you'd things have to you'd, it and stuff. You, know, you were basically supposed to treat it like a real baby like and you took it for three days and you treated it like a baby and then you took the computer chip out and you put it into this little computer and it told you what happened with the baby and then everyone knew and it was a learning device and um She brought her baby back, and it was dead, and it had died like in the first twelve hours because it wouldn't stop crying. And she wrapped it up and stuck it in a drawer. So she didn't really take the baby, think it over real seriously, obviously. And 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 so when the baby we came back and stuff, and we went through the printout, we're like, your baby's been dead for two days, and she was like, uh, and it was like, okay, but. You didn't understand. So what we're trying to do, and she just wouldn't, there was some cognitive dissonance there. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing. If you're a 15-year-old girl, you're a girl. You're, not, You're a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. You're a little girl, and and that that your whole body can have a baby is weird and scary. And, to and have the mind of a child, right? Then what is what is with that? I mean, I guess evolutionary, er, evolutionarily, back in the day, it was important to have babies early because we only had a lifespan of 25, 30 years because our teeth would rot out of our face because we didn't have toothbrushes or toothpaste or like there was no medicine or whatever. So yeah, you should start having kids at 14, 15 because you're going to be dead when you're 25. And you could die in childbirth at any time when you're giving birth in the field or whatever the fuck is going on. But so I understand that evolutionarily that makes sense. But now we got to like squash that shit. We got to put some science on it. We got to put some... We're supposed to be living till we're like 95, 100 now. The, the, the How long we're living is supposed to be going
7: up. And... Well, the, the good thing is the teenage teenage pregnancy rate has went down, especially since I've been in high school, and that was ninety sixty two thousand. Cause <clears throat> the Because t- the teenage pregnancy rate, I do recall, especially like in the mid nineties, was pretty high. But then again, this was during the time, and I'm not saying they still do take, they still do try to teach. Oh, abstinence, which is unrealistic... Well, is would, it? Is it? Abstinence is very unrealistic but for a I, teenager. I,
4: it's safe. For, I didn't have... Okay, so, but it's maybe I'm a different... I'm different because I was such a prude, but, like, I really wasn't... I don't even think I had sex when I was in my early 20s, and I wasn't even ready then. I don't know,
7: You're I don't think. You're a prude. I, I Everybody guess... Everybody was fucking in your high school. Were they? You went
4: to a Christian school. When I was little, but in my high oh. school was a public school. Oh, is your, yeah, they are fucking. I just can't believe... I couldn't ever imagine, like being naked in some in front of somebody it just seems like so like
7: i i don't know who who was naked in, they weren't getting naked they the do would just unzip his pants and you wear your top oh wow I don't know, I didn't lose my to to, twenty. Yeah, So, But I mean, high school come on. High school kids are always fucking. That's just I don't I mean, think that high school girls are ready for that though. I didn't say they weren't re- I didn't oh, okay. say they were ready. Like I, said I get it fucking. that guys
4: are ready. I think that all guys should just be super gay until they're like eighteen. And then right? <laughs> they no. should just do things because all the guys are horny, right? So let the guys be all with all the guys and like all that Roman bath Greek old timey shit. They already do that. Okay, my eyes are being opened to the.
7: They already do. As as someone that used to be a uh, a a boy, or excuse me, a freshman uh, wrestling. Uh,
4: oh. Volunteer
7: They already do that Sweetheart well, I, I Like I, the, the showers Are real
4: Two no. of my cute Little boys Were wrestling They were both drunk And they were wrestling The other day Outside of the bar And it was like Darling And But I was almost like I was a little bit nervous Because one of them Is much bigger than the other But they're both very strong And they were fuck- They're like little boys Playing And it was like I was like They're little boys Until someone gets Their nose broken You know what I mean Like <laughs> When you're in your teens You can wrestle When you're in your 20s Someone Someone pops an AC yell when you're <laughs> when you're in your 30s you break a nose come on boys stop it they're so cute though oof
7: i just think that you know i think my problem with a lot of this with the single mother thing yeah is ba- sorry more... back to this
4: i get caught on boys with... back to the single mother <laughs> with um i i
7: my issue is mostly with grown-ass women. if you're 20 21 22 i have an issue if you have a baby every year oh and you 25, or you have a baby with every year with someone else. I got a problem did, with did you. Did you? Did I ever tell you the
4: story? My my first my first year of substitute teaching, I taught in West Sacramento at a school that was for girls who had had babies, and um, they one of them pulled me aside, and I was making twelve hundred dollars a month after taxes, so I think I was making like fourteen fifty a month as a teacher working full time. Wow right this is in 90 this is in 97 98 and so I'm teaching these girls and they're all in a room with me learning and their kids are in another room with other girls that are learning how to take care of them but I'm teaching them school it was like a their kids were there they were there oh oh a phone call a sweet call a phone call a phone call mutiny radio Oh, my God. It's Sam. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. Oh, I have to figure this out. I have to press. I'm sorry. I'm ruining everything right now. Okay. You're ruining everything. There. Pull this down. Oh, we have to put our headphones on now because we have a person. (laughs) Sorry. He called and he was bored. Hi, Sam. Hey, uh, This was one of the boys who was wrestling the other night, and I was worried for him.
6: (laughs) Big fan of this. just want to start off. Big fan of the station. Longtime listener. First-time
4: caller. Your
7: favorite.
4: Um, is so funny right now. <laughs> what? The Twice making funny. I was just yeah, um, regaling funny. a story of what, what we were talking about. <laughs> never mind. Single mothers. S- sing, we were talking about single mothers, and then somehow we got into high school boys. And then. That's her favorite subject. No, I'm not. Just, just because I want to look at pictures of. <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to. I'm blushing already. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Hi. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. How's your back? back is fuck back oh is fuck. Um, he was trying to be yeah, a was, hero on sunday and he did something super stupid he stood on top of a railing and he tried to push a light that was like five feet away from him he could have just used a tool
6: I could, a, even looking back i could have done it it was it was possible it was a possible maneuver. The athleticism was not there, unfortunately. (laughs) But
4: you you know what separates us from the beasts? Our ability to use tools. And there were pool sticks, and we could have used the stick. And instead, you sacrificed your body for no reason. Ouch. And is your back all bruised? There's a huge bruisey scrapey on your back.
6: Back is bruised. But here's the thing, Pam. I am a beast. Like, when you you do the man or beast poop game on the street, Uh and you say beast, it's most likely my shit. (laughs)
4: You poop on the streets? You do not.
6: I poop on the street.
4: No, oh, no. you gotta use a clamshell. <laughs> that's what? the that's the the key. You use the old um, takeout boxes from people, and you poop in those, and then you close them up and you throw them in the garbage.
6: Have you had a lot of experience with this?
4: No. Well, no. I live I live in the Tenderloin. I've seen others do it. I can learn from experience.
6: I'm am s- sorry. I don't mean to derail the conversation. No, no, no. it's least it to poop. Who, the, who am I? Who, are, who am I on with?
4: It's Latoya, the sheriff of it's truth. It's the
7: sheriff of truth. I haven't met you yet. But you I haven't met,
4: but he, she's heard all
7: about you. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Hi, Latoya.
4: Nice to meet you over the
7: phone. Oh, it's nice to meet you over the phone. It's like a one eight hundred number.
6: Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys talking about pre
4: pre? Well, we started with um, the news, and Kamala Harris was just talking about black maternal health, and and then we talked about teen moms, and and then we we usually talk about racism a lot.
7: We were getting into the stigma of single mothers, which which it is a stigma, and how why you know there's the stigma with single mothers, but you don't hear too much of a stigma of single fathers. well they well, they're but because a single father is like a is like a saint, he's like
4: a he's like a god. they're like, oh, are you a single dad? Wow, you work so hard, but then single moms are vilified, so that's stupid. Well also too we' well, well, we'll ask Sam because he's twenty four do you do you use condoms? Or do you try to raw dog that's it all not the, the time? Same thing. No, it is because we were talking about young. No, it's when young people are fucking, and whether guys like because that's the problem. That's why there's girls that get pregnant. Is that the guys are not using what? you, Latoya, doing, you
7: just wanted to find out. No,
4: I'm just yeah. curious. He's a young guy. Thank Shut you, up, Latoya. <laughs> you ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that's yeah. why we call her the just Sheriff of church. <laughs>
7: I asked Sam a question. Okay, I guess you have to answer the question now.
6: Uh, here's the truth, I don't keep them on me, <laughs> but I will use them if they're presented.
4: Ah, so it's always the woman's responsibility, which it is really, I guess. It's
6: not her responsibility, but also like you used to be able to have to spend 50, $70 on plan B. Now they got a little pill in the pregnancy tests, and the pregnancy tests are only like 16 99 right? <laughs> And the Plan B if you know, is cheaper. If, you know, if, if you're if you're a good shopper, you you, you know you'll save more. So
7: it's it's economic. here's here's the thing about the Plan B too. Plan B is always cheaper than getting an abortion. That's, well, is. unless you're on Medicaid, they're free. And if you're I will on
6: always and I will always Venmo for it without even being asked. The other, the, <laughs> I'll I'll Venmo the, the cost of it.
7: You're not the full
6: Plan B. What the pregnancy test costs? I'm like, what is this Venmo for $16.99? I'll be like, <laughs> All right, here's what you got to do. You got to go into a CVS and get a pregnancy test. The store brand one, you know, not not the.
7: Yeah, not, not the not the, not the name brand. Not yeah, the name brand. Yeah,
6: come on, I'm, I'm, we're budget here.
7: <laughs> You're not
6: budget. Well, we're budgeting here. When it when it comes to when it comes to this, we're budgeting.
4: All right. Well, when d- then comes you got it. Come, <laughs> uh, but it's um, everything's free on Medi-Cal, so no, no worries. My oh. s- my second abortion was absolutely 100% free. It's great.
6: Is that is that my
4: twin? <laughs> yeah. No, no. My second abortion would be almost six years old now. I would have a six-year-old, oh, okay. which would be a nightmare. Could you imagine me running around with a six-year-old, like no. trying to take him into bars?
7: Actually. I don't think it'd be a bad thing. It'd be horrible. I, but you know what? But here's the thing. You would have lucked out with the fact of like, Jonathan, you didn't end up with an asshole. And this is, what, this is the other part that makes women into single mothers. Don't end up with an asshole. Mm. This is where I say, be careful who you procreate with or fuck. Because, you know, you might be dealing with an asshole in the future that will just walk up and leave, or that's not my baby, or I'm our, I'm married and I already have kids. The, you the know, Maury. The, yeah. Who <laughs> yeah. oh, more is the father? Or it's just like, you know, <laughs> well, whenever you need me, I guess, you know, just call me and I'll send you a check. You know, kind of like a prostitute in a way. Mm. You know, so it's, you, And the thing is, if you would have kept your child you would have been lucky you at least been lucky
4: to i'd be living in a in a a apartment with a six-year-old and two cats that's insane yeah you i don't
6: think you would have gotten the second cat
7: (laughs) Fair. i think he's right about that fair fair i just i needed a baby i i I at least would have seen the fact that you probably would have had a two-parent home maybe yeah you know because yeah. it would have been Jonathan's. But right. he was not ready to have kids either. Yeah. He was like twenty seven at the time. Right. I mean he was better twenty seven than seventeen. Oh I'm, like I'm really lady. why
4: does everyone think I want to
7: fuck high school
4: students? No That's I'm just, not the no, case. No, I'm just College saying students.
7: No, College I was students. just saying for the fact of like maturity, like he at least was damn near thirty. Sure. You know, but that doesn't even matter anyway. Yeah. Shit I'm heads, the least mature out of all of us. <laughs> there I are mean, shitheads out here who are 30, 40, 50, 60, who still pull off, well, that's not my kid. You know, fuck well, you. Uh, this is when I think that vasectomy is necessary. Oh, yeah.
4: There's actually,
7: there's a I woman... reversible
4: vasectomy. I think that they should they should have them. They they should all have them until... Should you
6: have to get a vasectomy by a certain age?
4: I think that when boys go through... Uh, whatever their little balls drop or whatever happens, and they start stop shooting blanks or whatever, or start shooting real bullets. I think that there should be a reversible vasectomy that they get until they like take some kind of test or do some sort of a thing and test. say like, Whoa. I want to actually procreate now. And then you just That's reverse the vasectomy. Dystopic, no, what's it's a little bit fascist?
7: Absolutely. Oh well, here's what this congresswoman in Alabama's doing. She's this black congresswoman, and she's basically she. Came up with the concept, well, you know, if you're going to have laws on women's bodies saying that we can't have abortions at a certain uh, uh, week period, she came out with, uh, if you are a male uh, that has kids over the age of 50, you have to get a a vasectomy. She's trying to put that into law, trying to basically give you a fuck you sign to the fact of like, see, this is what happens when uh, the government so, is on our bodies.
4: I'm confused. The- Men over 50 have to
7: get vasectomies. I'll look up the uh, interview. Uh, it's. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that. She's She's basically trying to... Uh,
4: people to- shouldn't be having kids. that are going to steal my water in the future. That was the... I got the, the thing... The time I got the most angry was when I saw... I was on BART and I saw two ugly people and they had triplets. It was two boys and a girl. So they had... Fraternal triplets and they were all ugly and then they had a fourth kid which was also ugly and younger and I was like you Motherfuckers Why does it matter that they're ugly? Because they had three kids and they didn't they, they clearly went for a fourth kid because they thought they'd have they'd try again That's they so you rock? had three they had three like go back oh, to Walnut on, Creek so- you rich fuck how many kids do you need in the future all right, stealing on my bars. water They're not from Walnut Creek not everyone's from Walnut Creek Well they're it's just what kids. I use for rich people who can afford four know, kids anyway is- it's crazy. My mom and dad. <laughs> Do you I'm have one of four? You're you're I'm one in a you have your parents have four kids. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well and well.
6: It's okay. Four of us were accidents.
4: <laughs> All four. Well. Good. Well, you've landed in the right place since you're calling from. I'm sure your two your bedroom with two pillows.
6: <laughs> no, I'm 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 outside. Right oh, okay. Now. Good for you.
4: All right. Uh, what is she? She's looking it up. So what do you want to talk about? Oh, Sam? here it is. Oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, so she Alabama is... lawmaker introduces mandatory vasectomy bill. Yeah. Mutilate their that dicks. Seems, that seems like a joke, though. No,
7: no, no, this no. is this exactly what she's like... doing. So uh, Alabama representative uh, Rolanda Hollis introduced a mandatory vasectomy bill to male legislators. A taste of what women have been feeling for years. Ha ha. Um, Democratically
6: to male legislators? Well, just to yeah, tell male so, legislators,
7: like, fuck your face. So like, the bill. That,
6: but, yes, I'm listening.
7: Oh, so the bill was sponsored by Hollis that required that all men get a vasectomy after they turn 50 or after they have their third child. Whichever comes first. It always takes two to (laughs) tango, Hollis told (laughs) alabama.com. We can't put all the responsibility on women. Men need to be responsible also. If passed, the bill will require men to also pay for the vasectomy out of pocket. Representative (laughs) Hollis said the vasectomy bill will help with reproductive systems, adding that it would neutralize the abortion ban and help prevent Pregnancies as well as abortions of unwanted children.
6: Yeah, and, amen, like, oh sister. God. That seems like that seems like an onion article, but I bet she wrote like four thousand words on it.
4: No, she. It, that's great. I'm she, super stoked. Absolutely, men over fifty, or if you should have a vasectomy, if you, if you have, have three children, you have
7: three kids, absolutely. She's so basically what she's doing is trying to say, "Fuck you!" If you're gonna put this uh, abortion ban into law, I got something for that ass. Mm. Basically, yeah, she a, could
6: debate that just like how. Just like the vasectomy
7: bill. Exactly. Because you need the sperm in mm-hmm. order to make the, for the egg to basically yeah. bring life. Right. So like they, to they said, it it's, it's takes two the tango. Yeah. So the fact that matter is just like, you're putting all the, you know, yes, you're putting our, our bodies. You're putting our eggs in a basket. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to put your seed <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, on the chopping block. We're going to put, you, put your dick in a hammock. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to pass, but I just like the fact that she, yeah. this sister right here is just no, like, you know what? I bad. got something for that ass. <laughs>
4: it's feminism. That's
7: hilarious, though. And, and of course, the, you know, the men are like, oh my God, horrof, oh, yeah, horrof, 57-year-old yeah. men with...
6: Viagra from Tijuana is shitting right
4: now. Well, and that's another thing that um, ED medication, like Viagra, is covered under most insurance exactly. plans, but oftentimes birth, birth control is not. That. So that just the oh. the cognitive dissonance of that for me is like so men matter and women don't. Oh yeah, Oh, that's, oh that's right. I just remembered that. That's why when you go to the doctor because you're going through menopause and you're sweating at night, and they say sleep on a towel.
6: That's, Not to play devil's advocate here, but what's the cost breakdown between Viagra and birth control? Though?
7: Oh, I'm sure it's the same. Oh, I, I think Viagra is more expensive because it, usually it's sixty dollars a bottle for Viagra. Oh, and all that it,
6: packaging it, they use.
7: Yeah. Some